Okay. Yeah. Well, I got one more for you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a hard time with this one. This one you're going to rattle your brain on. I'm really going to just shake it up on you right now. <laughs> what is that? What is wrong with you? I just choked him. Yeah, I just I choked, choked Oscar him. people. That's that's what I did right there. That's his, um, that's his reaction. <laughs> Matthew 16, 18. Matthew 16, 18. So we'll take a look at that one. And if you have it, you know, you can read it. Matthew 16, 18. And I never liked the the the, the language of the King James. <laughs> yeah, it's very, I think it's very outdated. It's very Middle Ages. It's very Middle Aged. It's not a fan. Not a fan. I tell you, it's kind of harsh. Not it's a fan. And, and it's, it's it's harsh to the tongue. <laughs> it's unnatural, you know. It, yeah. it, I mean, it already wasn't written in English. Why make it harder? You know. Mm-hmm. So it says um, it started from. Let's see. And we're going to the horse's mouth, right? We're going to right to uh, to Jesus Christ. Yes. See what he said about this whole church concept. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's let's start it from thirteen. All right. We'll start from thirteen. It says when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, "Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am?" And they said, some say that uh, thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And he answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for the flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And this is the the key text. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Mm -hmm. And, okay, we we, we could stop it there. Thou art Peter. Thou and and upon this, I got to practice that one. And upon this rock. Pond is wreck. No, it's not even close. <laughs> Think never winter. Yeah. I'm sure we could get a I will build my church. Yeah, yeah. Some some something like that. So okay, there you go. So it says here that um he says Jesus says to Peter, Hey Gotcha. And that gotcha. was a wrap, folks. Close and it that's up. A wrap. And wrap we'll it see up. and we'll see you on the next one. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, see you in the next one, folks. Here we go. There see, and that was a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. You're not going to come at me with anything. <laughs> hey, the truth's the truth. The word's the word. And that's the final word, baby. We got him. We got him. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? What are you doing? That was it. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What are you doing? That's you got a, something to say? Well, what I want to say is... Can you say that again? <laughs> Just the way you said it. Just the same way. <laughs> Can oh. we say that again? Okay, let's say, say it, it again. again. Let's say, say it again. again. I, I said what I said. The <laughs> book, it's there. The proof is in the pudding. Matthew sixteen eighteen. Matthew sixteen eighteen says he says to Peter, "Upon this rock I will build my church." Bada wow. bing, bada boom. Bada, what are you bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> said it right there. Hey, you bada know? bada 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 swing bada. What does the word church mean? Ecclesia. What does ecclesia mean? The gathering of people. Yes. So now we're going to remove that word and we're going to go straight to what it says in Greek. 
And now Greek, it, um, what was it, Matthew? Matthew 16. 16, 18. 16, 18 in the Greek. All right, so it says here in Greek, when he says the word church, we find ecclesia. Very good. So that is the word it says there. And now Jesus says, I'm going to build my ecclesia, my building. No. No. Upon this rock, I will build my people. Okay, okay. But it does say rock, and rock is part of a building. Right. So he's referring to he's going to build a rock. I mean, he is a good carpenter. <laughs> you know? I mean, he is a You do know he's a carpenter, right? I you mean, do know he's a carpenter. As Hey, he's a carpenter. Let 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 uh, God be true and all men liars. <laughs> yeah, you do know he's not an electrician. That's what he's a carpenter, and he's, a carpenters build what they build buildings. Building, yeah, <laughs> Ooh, I did, hate to tell you that. What does the Bible say about the rock? He says, um, "And upon this rock I will build my gathering of people." Upon this rock, he will build a gathering of people. Okay. The Bible says this. Psalms still eight, still not looking too hot there, buddy. Looking too good. Psalms eighteen two says, "The Lord is my rock." First mm. Corinthians ten four says, "And all drink the same spiritual drink." Everybody drink the, everybody drink that whatever they were serving. The good stuff. The good stuff. For they drink from the spiritual rock. You can't drink a rock. That followed them. Oh, now this rock follows them. And the rock was Christ. Mm. And the rock was Christ. Deuteronomy 32, 4. The rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are justice. God is also mentioned as a rock. 1 Peter 2, 6. Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, Chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Who's that? Jesus Christ. So when we go back to Matthew 16, 18, and the King James Version says, Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. He's saying, Peter, upon myself, I am the rock. I am the cornerstone. I am the foundation. I am the one. I will build my church. Not a building. What he's building is a movement. What he's building is now a gathering of people. What he's building is a new assembly. It is no longer the Jewish people. And he says this before God rejects the Jewish people. And now the church is no, now the nation of God is no longer just the Jewish people. Now it's the Gentiles. It's every single human being, including Jewish people. They're still, you know, if you want to become Christian, but every single person. That is the new church. It's not a place. It's not a building. And when he says the rock, the rock is him. So he didn't say, if you ask a Catholic, a Catholic says that this rock, no, Jesus picked up a rock and he says, hey, Peter, upon this rock right here that I'm looking at, mm -hmm. that's where the first building will be. That's, what, that's their interpretation of it. Like he literally went, he took him, he took him to the lot that he bought. <laughs> he took him, he took him to, the, uh, to the lot, and he said, hey, on this, you know, 20 by 23 I just purchased, this little rock, this is the first cornerstone of the building. This is what they think this means. Do they think there's a place? There's an yes. actual place? There's an actual first one. There's an actual first one in Rome where he was. Where he was this is the one. 
This is the first one. You know, and, and you'll ask the other sex, and they'll be like, no, nah, it was in Jerusalem. No, nah, it, was, it was in Judea. Oh, it was. But he wasn't talking about an actual stone. He is the stone. He is the foundation. And he says it many times that he is, you know, he is, you can't get to God unless you go through him. So okay, okay. Well, and that's just what it is. You know, this, this idea that, Jesus created the first church building. It's just not biblical. And if you do find like verses like this, when you have verses like this and you use them, you're not understanding the context of it. Because, you know, there's a lot of symbolism in his words. Mm -hmm. And he did like to do a lot of illustrations. And this, he wasn't grabbing a rock. And if we say, no, 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 that, that time he was actually talking about a real pebble, a real pebble. That's what he was talking about. You're looking too much into it. Because now you're assuming. Now you're assuming things. And you know who's very good at assuming? It's Jehovah's Witnesses. They're very good at... Yeah, you're looking too much into it. And, it you is know, very likely. And let, let God be true and all men liars, you know? Uh-huh. If you're, you, you start picking and probing. Mm-hmm. It is very probable that in this case, he meant... <laughs> oh, they love that one. They, look, they love that one. All we, indications show, show that in this case, we can strongly assume. We can strongly assume these are the words that you use to create cults. This is what happens, or or false religions. Okay, and that was my next point. All right, fine, 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 fine. No church. Okay, no building. There is no building. I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to refute that after all these texts, okay? And not just the text, but the idea of all of them. Uh-huh. You know, once you read these books, the gospel, yeah. specifically the gospel. I would I, urge people to, to redefine their idea of what an ecclesia is. Right. You know, they really have to understand the, the definition of the word. Okay, so fine, fine. No, no, no actual building. I get it. The gathering of people is okay. I get it. But, you know, I'm not methodically fine. So then where does that leave religion in this whole thing? We don't have the word religion found in the Bible. It's not in there. Because it's not in there, we understand that it's not a concept that is part of the Bible. And if we say, well, we do find the religion of the Jewish people. The Jewish people didn't consider themselves a religion. They considered themselves a nation. They were a living nation. Mm. They were God's special nation. <laughs> nice little toy. You know? you know? They were there was his they were his shiny new pet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Precious. Precious. <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And they didn't think of themselves as a religion. That's not how they were like, you know, I belong to the Jewish religion. I belong to the Jewish nation. And to this day. That's how they see themselves. That's how they see themselves. They actually consider, even Christians today, like evangelicals, actually consider them a real nation. And that's why Israel was actually given to them as, you know, practically, well, not the whole world, but but the United Nations practically getting together and saying, and a lot of push from evangelicals in the the U.S., which said, we need to give these people a a nation because the Bible speaks of them, and it says that unless they get a nation, the end isn't coming. 
And that's what the evangelicals push, that they need to have a nation because when Jesus returns, mm-hmm. he's going to assign some of them, give them some special privileges of the 144,000. And yeah, it yeah, says yeah, 12 yeah. tribes of Israel. So it says, we got to get them ready. <laughs> we got to get them, you know. How's Jesus going to come back if these guys are ready? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's their belief. So, and and they to themselves, you know, they're uh, Ben Netan, Netanyahu, whatever their president is, he doesn't think of himself as a religion. You know, he's a nation, and he thinks he's the nation of God. Okay, fine. It doesn't say the word religion. Yeah, religion's does, not in there. Okay, fine. Religion's it doesn't say the word. The whole Bible does not use the word religion. But the idea of it. The idea of it is also not in there, but when we, we, we find. This, we, this, this idea where, and establish the teaching throughout the world. Mm-hmm. The, the gospel. The, the gospel. News. He yeah, preached the, the good news. He preached the resurrection. Mm-hmm. That's a way of life that they were doing. That's the way know, of life they were. So his point—he he wasn't trying to, you know, tell a couple people in, in a in a in a city in hopes for them to establish something mm-hmm. there. No, and if anything, Peter actually thought that the end was going to come in his times. Like they didn't think necessarily they were going to die before the end would come when Jesus would return. They weren't thinking about the 20th century. No, huh? no, definitely not the 20th century. Like <laughs> this has been going on for a while. This wasn't supposed to, you know, I tell you, we're in it for the long run folks. We didn't think this was going to be the long run. And <clears throat> lo and behold, some of them died. Historians say some of them died. Um, Bible doesn't say then necessarily they were killed, but some of them say that the historians say that they were killed. And now we're in the 20th century. This wasn't supposed to go on in their minds this long, but it has. It's a way of life. That's what it is. It's a faith and a way of life. It's not a religion. It's not a company. They weren't establishing a company, an organization. They were trying to establish a way of life. And a new nation. Remember that. So now the nation of Israel is no longer. Now everybody gets a citizenship card. Okay. Everybody gets a green card now. And that that kind of... Once you read the book, it makes a little sense. It makes sense. But what about what do you? What would you tell someone that still? What do you? What would you tell someone that likes gathering methodically in order to help people? Um, I, they give their tenth. Yeah. Right. You know, they 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 like gathering in a church. Well, the tenth is no longer. Yeah, you know, biblical. Okay, thing, fine. But. Forget that detail. Let's <clears throat> yeah. just say, what would you tell someone they that just gather in a church? They, they, in, they, in a building, in a, <laughs> in a building, a church, methodically, every it's, week, and they do it out of their own will. Mm-hmm. You know, they they like bringing their family along, and they think it's good. They 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 do. They're a good person. Yeah. They they contribute to the community. They do. Um, they give to the homeless. You know. Uh-huh. They do things with the church. It's very yeah. Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, very Christian. They do things with their church where they you know do drives, mm-hmm. clothes drives, food drives. Um, on Christmas they'll do gift drives for the you know the you know the poor people in in the, in the neighborhood and they'll give free stuff out. Not just that they'll invite people to the church. They'll consider Bible texts. And um, if that's your case, they all collect money and they'll they'll send money out to a to a missionary in yeah. Costa Rica and they'll all collect money and they'll send uh, more money to another missionary in Mexico because his car broke down and, uh-huh. you know, all that stuff. What would, is that bad? Are you like anti doing stuff like that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that? But what what is wrong with that is when we make a doctrine out of it. 
when we say that this is the way the first Christians did it. The first Christians did things that today you can't possibly do. You know, there are things, for example, a lot of them advocate for this thing, this gathering together on Sundays. Yeah. But then they won't do the love feast. And the love feast was also uh, very Christian, where they would come in and do, they would give each other food and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That was very Christian. Where's the love feast now? Now you have Christians, modern day Christians, they're like, no, we're starting it. We're actually starting it. We're starting to do that. Yeah. Where was it yesterday then? Because if you're advocating for being just like the first Christians because you call yourself a fundamentalist and you're just like the first Christians. Yeah, there you go. That's There's a lot of things you're not doing just like the first Christians. It's just impossible. Why did you get an EIN number then? They didn't, first Christians didn't get an EIN number. Why did you get tax exemption? The first Christians didn't get tax exemption. Well, you know, but we're we, just like them, right? But we're just like them. No, but we follow Caesar's law: give to Caesar Caesar's, and give to God God's. And where is Caesar? Caesar has been long gone, a long time ago. It's like no, no, no. But that's that's actually that's a reference that, to government. That's a reference to government, right? So yes. now it's like no, no, no. But now it's like that's not what Jesus. Jesus wasn't talking about communist countries. He wasn't talking about socialist countries. He wasn't talking about democratic countries. You know, well, I could nitpick this thing all day. But what, what we want to do, it's not that you're not going to be like the first Christians because this is 21 centuries in the future. We can nitpick what this you, all day. Yeah, but, we can nitpick. Or we can let God be true. Uh, uh, yeah. And all men liars. Exactly. You, this whole gathering thing is very Christian. And if you have established something like that. Good uh, for you. Good for you. Good for you. You're not doing anything against the Bible. But the day you say and you start preaching as a pastor that it is a doctrine, that it is a doctrine that your people need and must come because of Hebrews 10, 24, 25, you're taking that verse out of context. And now you started to establish a religion that is not biblical. You start taking the place of Christ. You start. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. You start taking the place of Christ. Getting together. And if you have established something like that, more power to you. But now you're on a, on a very thin line because you might just be robbing Christ of his authority. You know, it does say that, that there's... That you don't do. That you don't do. It does say that there's pastors, that there's elders, you know... Yeah, cover that real quick. Let's cover that real quick. You know, the Bible does talk about that in First Timothy, but it doesn't say that the elders were hierarchy. It doesn't establish them as a hierarchy. And if people allude to there is um, in First Corinthians chapter 12, they said, well, it says right there that the body of Christ has various parts and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, because so it can't, uh, you know, your, the feet can't tell the arm or what mm -hmm. is it? The feet can't talk to the arm and blah, blah, blah. Tell yeah. them what to do. He's not describing uh, a church. He's not describing a hierarchy in there. It doesn't say it in there. What he's describing is... He's not describing the accounting department, can't tell the purchasing department, <laughs> yeah. you know, can't tell the receivables department. Is that That's not what he's referring to? That's not what he's referring to. What he's referring to is just how we all make up this, this whole... Remember, Jesus made his church, and obviously there's a head, that's God Almighty, and then there's Jesus... And then there is the body. There is everyone else. First, uh, Peter says that you can't lord over, uh, over people. What does it say? First, do not lord it over those assigned to you, but be an example to the flock. First uh, Peter chapter 5, 3 is what it says. Nice. Yeah, 5, 3. 
do not lord it over those assigned to you in this Bible. That's not what it says. But those, yeah, First Peter 5.3, First Peter 5.3 in Greek. And it's good to check out what Greek says because you find what actually are the words. Yeah. Not as exercising lordship, like you're an owner. Mm-hmm. Those well, in charge, but example being to the flock. You're not. Yes, my lord. Yes, my lord. You, you, my lady. You're not, you know, uh, an owner. The owner is Jesus Christ. He bought us through his ransom, right? And if you act as an elder, it is, it is a biblical thing. To but my, my pastor doesn't own me. Yeah, he doesn't own you. Yeah, right. And that's why he takes your tenth, right? That's why you give the tenth. I, I do that out of my own. I'm we don't have to. Our, our church doesn't require that, but I do. What happens to, if the whole church says no? <laughs> then it's like, okay, then he's going to say, hey, you guys need to give help out, right? Well, that's control. That's called control, even though you can't see it, even though what, he tells you he's either, not in even, Whether you want to admit it or not is the, is the, uh, is mm-hmm. the thing. Right. So there is this concept of elders, but, you know, First Peter 5, 3 says you can't exercise that as a lordship because you're not the Lord. You know, and these elders, who assigns the elders? Let's remember that Paul, when he got to Antioch, which when we started this talk, in Antioch he found elders. He already found the elders, and he's the elders. He didn't assign them. They were there before him. They were there before him. So who assigned them? God himself, if it, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, maybe one day they woke up and said, I think I, think I feel it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I think I feel it. You know, I tell you, I, I got it. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Something. <laughs> it's something. <isn't> it? <laughs> Just, Ooh. <laughs> you do got a little bit of a little pep in your step today, Johnny boy. <sighs> I'm feeling elderish now. <laughs> I think I got it. Got what? What are you talking about? You're a weird guy, man. Ask me. Ask me advice. Ask me advice. Ask me some ask advice. Uh, hey, what do you think I should do with my life? <laughs> Give it to the big man. <laughs> okay. Like, you know you are kind of elderish now. <laughs> these these. So don't say that that argument that Paul is, you see the apostle, the leader is the one that is electing elders because those elders were there and he did business with them because they went to Jerusalem with them. Timothy, he trained him. Can you, can you argue that? Can, can, can people, some people say he trained him as his, as his follower, as a disciple. Mm -hmm. And therefore, therefore, therefore he established, you know, and he told him to teach others. So therefore that should be a thing. You know, as far as, you know... That is a thing. You know, to make disciples is a thing. And elders were prominent figures or the older people in the community. And, you know, Corinthians weren't a lot of people when he when sent his letters. But, yes, there's always some sort of person that is, if you want to call the word in charge, but he's not your owner. He's not your Lord the way that modern day churches do it it's like he's my pastor he's mm-hmm. my priest he's my elder mm-hmm. no he's nothing to you right and, you and we're talking at a time where people had very f- small resources mm-hmm. yeah also right? also you know they had they had few resources as far as you know as the information and whatnot right so they'd go to these guys that would kind of dedicate themselves to you know what's going on and you know and, you know 
mm-hmm. and uh, neighboring towns and ideas, you know, passing around and how to keep promoting this uh, resurrection teaching. Right, right, right. You know, in the Jehovah's Witnesses, elders have like absolute dominance over your life. Where if they call you in on Monday mm-hmm. and then they call you in on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you got to go. And if you don't go, it's frowned upon. And then they'll question your life. Why didn't you go? Why, why, why aren't you? It, it seems like you have this rebellious spirit. Yeah, you were talking, you did touch on that in the previous episodes on the. Yeah, they have power over you. And, you, and, and if, so if you're a Job's witness and you say, no, they don't have power over me, they have power over you. You just don't see it. Yep. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, they could, they could set up a meeting with you anytime they want. They could tell you to stop dating a certain guy, and you got to do it. And if you don't do it, they'll, they'll, they'll break be up frowned your, upon. They'll be frowned upon. They'll start breaking up your life. Mm-hmm. They will shatter your I, life. No, they don't tell me what to do. I, what are you talking about? They have no control of me. It's like, oh, really? Really? So if they call you in, you wouldn't go? I'm, I'm going to go. Oh, there you go. Exactly. That doesn't mean they control me. So if they oh, give you control, if they give you suggestion, a strong suggestion of, you know, you know, your, 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 your pants are a little tight. Mm-hmm. No, that's just me being humble and accepting the counsel. Oh, My pants were a little tight. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They weren't tight when you put them on. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have control over they you. They do have control over you. If they hey, tell you not to take blood and you're about to die. Guess what? You die. No, I didn't take it because of my uh, faith, my faith. No, you took it because the the HLC was there. Mm -hmm. You know? Why aren't you hanging out with your friend? Well, they brought me in and they questioned me on my motives as to hang out with my friend that stopped going to the meetings. That's control. That's control. If they say... Yeah, well, my my religion doesn't do that. (laughs) That's control. The only one that should have control over you is Jesus Christ because he bought you and God Almighty. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes, elders is a thing, and but priests aren't a thing. Pastors are Past, uh, Pastor is just a figurative word for elder. But, no, pastors in the sense of a title, no, it's not a thing. But, yes, pastor in the sense of uh, responsibility is a thing. And, yeah, if, if, if that... So once a pastor starts collecting a salary, you, yeah, you would... Not, that's not a thing. That's not a thing, that's huh? That's not a thing anymore. You, they... There is a verse in the Bible where Paul does say that, you know, a person that preaches can receive some sort of compensation for his kind of travels and his work. Yeah. But he said himself, I never, I never collected anything. He says, I never put that burden on you guys. Oh, wow. I wonder why he said it. I wonder why he said it. Good detail. You know? That's a great detail. I wonder why he said it. All right. That's what it is. Religion is not a thing. Church isn't a thing. Apparently... But faith is a thing. And if people make you, uh, make you feel like a garbage of a person because you don't go to church, yet you have faith, you tell them to... St- I'm kidding. You tell you them to... Stick it. Stick. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. No, You tell I'm them maybe that. they need a little bit more reading. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they need a little bit more reading of the Bible. You that know? is the thing, though. We have to read. That's, yeah. a, that's a big thing, man. Only the truth will set you free, uh, the big man said himself. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and the truth will set you free. I'll tell you that much, you know, it is truly free. Uh, I've never felt this free in my life. And that's the way we should all be. I wish that for everybody, man. Yeah. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope you uh, enjoy your life and things are going well for you. 
And we hope you read. Read, read, read. We'll keep learning. Be all right. Who did you read? <laughs> For the car is very fire. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're an idiot. All right. We'll see you on the next one, folks. We'll see you.